everyone. Welcome to the Holistic Birth Podcast, where we put the power in families' hands to have the safe, satisfying journey they deserve. My name is Allison. And I'm Bridget. We are two doulas who love bringing information along with inspiration to help you feel confident and powerful in your choices throughout the birthing year. We cover all topics around pregnancy, birth, and beyond. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Holistic Birth Podcast. This is episode 12, and today we're talking about tocophobia, which is the fear of birth. Our job today is to help you um, with some understanding around it and to help you establish some tools to potentially overcome it if you are currently pregnant or if you're kind of starting to explore the thought of starting a family. Yeah. Um, yeah, because tocophobia is not something it's fun to deal with, so we definitely want to give you the resources and everything you need to, to get through and start a family if you want to. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so tocophobia is a psychological condition characterized by an intense fear and anxiety related to pregnancy, childbirth, um, or the prospect of becoming a parent. Um, the term tocophobia is derived from the Greek word tokos, uh, meaning childbirth, and phobia, meaning fear of. Um, individuals with tocophobia often experience overwhelming anxiety, panic attacks, or even avoidance behaviors when exposed to situations um, or discussions associated with pregnancy or childbirth. Um, research conducted in various countries has reported prevalence rates ranging from 2 to 14% amongst women. That's more than I thought. Definitely more than I thought, too. Yeah. I've had a few t- um, clients who've struggled with tocophobia, but it's, it's yeah. I know we only see a small population but it's yeah yeah I think fear is very easily running rampant it's very hard to understand and then know what to do with um yeah so yeah there's and I think with with fear usually when it comes to tocophobia and around birth um usually there are specific components that feel like that's sparking the fear so a lot of times it could be pain it could be um like the idea of any medical procedures or complications. Um, we all tend to like control and there can be a loss of potential of control for throughout the birth process. Um, some people feel that it may impact um, like the health of their body um, or worry about like outcomes or the oneness of baby. And sometimes it can be rooted in something that was kind of rooted or planted in your childhood. And other times it's something... Um, it's like a secondary version of tocophobia where you've had a previously traumatic birth experience that's now informing these thought processes and fears. Um, yeah. 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 That's definitely a lot to unpack there. So, yeah. Yes. Um, so another thing that could be is like cellular memory or past generational experiences, which is a little woo woo, but <laughs> definitely something that, you know, I've looked, I look into with, you know, mm-hmm. clients that are dealing with fears in general or, you know, this in particular, um, and it can be just like stored in the body and not even really realizing it. So, you know, talking to your, you know, mom or whatever about her experience, um, we'll get more into this in a future episode, but I just wanted to bring it up cause I do think mm. it can be, you know, probably something that's, um, involved in this kind of fear. Um, it's as very well. relevant. It's very definitely. relevant. And yeah. it's, it's hard because you could definitely get very woo woo with it and think about mm. the energetic components of these things or how it is being stored or passed through the body. Um, the body keeps score comes to mind as a book. Yeah, um, definitely. It's a good that's book. Yeah. Kind of sounds kind of related in my mind in a way. Um, but yeah, 
we do store, I think, a lot in our bodies. And obviously with the, some of the physical symptoms and expressions of this fear, it's, it's interesting to try to uncover where it's coming from and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And it definitely significantly impacts a lot of people's quality of life. Um, and it may lead to difficulties, you know, expanding your family. Um, it can cause distress and strain on relationships um, with partners or family members. Um, if it goes untreated, it can also um, contribute to mental health issues such as depression or anxiety disorders. So it does create like a lot of, you know, anxiety. Um, I feel like that's really kind of the, the core of it is just creating so much anxiety and if you want to have children and you have like this really this fear hanging over you, it can be just like this very heavy weight that's kind of weighing you down and mm -hmm. um, yeah, not fun to deal with. So yeah, no, yeah. not at all. So I'll, if you're feeling like any of this is resonating, mm. no, you're not alone. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you're not alone. Yes. Um, yeah. So I guess it would be great for us to try to help give some hope of potential ways to overcome. Um, some of these things they might not all just poof away but it's helpful mm. to really help um, shrink it a little bit or yeah find ways take to, the edge off a little yeah, bit take yeah take the edge off exactly yeah. or find ways to work with it or have it be still but maybe it's still part of you or in you somehow but it's mm -hmm. not um, driving every deciding factor or every possible scenario um, but ways to overcome would be a great next place to start yeah um, definitely everybody copes differently with anxiety or fears or just in their life there might be things that are like a heavier hitter option than others um so this is just merely a, a list of ideas and and things that we've seen that have potentially helped people with reducing fear that feel free to take take what you want from the list yeah definitely yeah. whatever works for you for exactly. sure mm -hmm. yeah yeah so the first thing that comes to mind is journaling um it can be really great to get some of these feelings out on paper you don't have to share it with anyone or you could if you feel like that's helpful for your doula your partner a friend or therapist or something um but but really making time to take a peek at what's below the surface can really be helpful with understanding it and kind of identifying those feelings identifying where it's showing up in your body, how it's shifting throughout the day, um, and know that you're validated at probably everything you're writing down. Yeah, validating um, yourself is really important. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's definitely a way that you can somehow take it out of your body or your mind and put it somewhere else. And yeah. there are, you know, like fear-releasing rituals that also could be done with this. You could write it all out and then burn that down mm -hmm. safely. Yeah. But you you could just like burn the piece of paper or whatever it is. Um but yeah. yeah. There's also EFT tapping, um which we should definitely do a whole we could we could totally do a whole episode or something I think we, on yeah that'd be tapping. a great idea yep. that'd be great but essentially it's um like focus focusing on certain like energetic points throughout the body where you're specifically tapping those points and um helps with re-regulating and does help you with some sort of sense of control helps to ease anxiety um mm -hmm. yeah anything to add on yeah tapping? it's really just like a general like nervous system relaxation technique mm -hmm. so it really just helps you calm your nervous system yeah. and um yeah you can listen to music while you're doing it there's a great app you can download it's the um oh my gosh what's the name of it again i think it's the tapping something tapping 
solution. Tapping solution. I think yeah, that's what I think it's called. So. Yeah. But there's actually tons of like free um, ones on uh, YouTube. You can look mm-hmm. up and yeah, it's a really simple thing. You can remember the points. They're really easy. Um, so yeah, just like whenever you're getting mm-hmm. triggered by something or just feeling overwhelmed, just starting to tap will just kind of mm-hmm. regulate your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I heard, I think there was, there's a local woman to us um, and she, um, she is an EFT practitioner and she had talked about, she did like an education opportunity for our doula team. And she was explaining that there are even just the thought of tapping or like imagining that you're doing it does also help like at least a little bit still. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even if you're not in a place to do it, like sometimes it's a little weird when you're like out and about <laughs> yeah. to be like tapping, tapping different points. Yeah. 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 Um, there's like, um, I think one of the things I took away from that training was even just like using your thumb to tap on the different points on your fingers. Your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. That's Nobody so discreet. That. Yeah. yeah. So yep. you can really take some of these tools and apply them anywhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, there's uh, also support groups. Um, sometimes it's uh, hard to talk to some of the people in your life about birth and the fears and tocophobia. So support groups can be really impactful as well because not only are you getting it out there, but you're also feeling validation or you're kind of witnessing what other people have done or you're kind of hearing what they're sharing maybe worked for them. So you kind of just get this continuous like idealist of, of inspiration of things that you could try or maybe, you know, maybe you can have something that would be helpful to somebody else, but truly it's just nice to have that sense of community and to kind of help ease that, um, tension, anxiety that there are other people that are on a similar journey to you. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah. So also EMDR, those have that haven't heard of that. I actually am terrible at remembering what exactly it stands for, But basically what it is, is um, it's like, again, kind of tapping. So um, if you see a therapist, they're actually trained therapists that do this sort of technique and you will tap your um, either your legs or you tap like an area on your chest um, or they actually have like little handheld, like vibrating little hand. Um, I forget what they're called, but yeah, it, then they vibrate like one at a time. Um, and it basically stimulates um, certain sides of your, so your left or your right side of your brain, um, and it will basically create like n- new neural pathways in your brain. So like any sort of traumatic, anybody that's gone through a traumatic experience, or if you're experiencing some more, sort of phobia such as this, um, that can really be very, very helpful. So I've had a lot of people have really good success mm-hmm. with using EMDR. Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember what it stands for. But. It's eye movement <laughs> desensitization and reprocessing therapy. There you go. See, Allison's on it. <laughs> I, th- I think that's what it is um yeah but yeah I think it's it's also great to assess where you're feeling the anxiety the fear in your body and the Mm -hmm. idea with EMDR too is to also try to help it feel less um physically present yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so you um how I've actually done it before myself and Mm. you do like think of that particular like stressful situation or phobia or trauma, whatever it is. But then you also go to like your happy place while you're doing it. And um, the other method they do use too is like a light that goes back and forth. And that's mm. like the eye movements where the, that's where it, you know, basically yeah. came from. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, really helpful with that. Um, 
The other one is cognitive um, behavioral therapy. Um, I don't know a whole lot about this. I haven't done this myself, but I know that, you know, a lot of people have um, get a lot of good help from talking to a therapist using this sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Allison, do you have any thoughts on this? Because yeah, I'm not too familiar the with The role, it. The, the, the idea is to help kind of analyze like feelings, behavior, reactions, um, and try to kind of assess like, is it going to be helpful for you? Is it realistic? Um, yeah. How, I guess, does everything kind of play into each other? Um, but you're kind of like an active participant with your therapist with trying to talk through these things. And they're trying to help you also discover those answers for yourself. Because usually that that's where I know I get the most power out of therapy when I'm like, but aha. Yeah, and it's right. something yeah. that like comes to me instead of someone, you know, tell it which sometimes you need to hear you know sure. some advice yeah. or guidance or something anyway but it's yeah there's like a, a good partnership with that that type of therapy yeah that mm-hmm. makes sense cool yeah um and then watching positive birth videos so this might be a little triggering for this sort of thing but if um it's kind of like a desensitization kind of method um so you know just watching like you know really good if you're having decided to want to have a home birth you watch the positive home birth ones you do the hospital ones whatever you're wherever you're deciding to give birth you kind of watch those videos where it's a really positive happy experience Mm -hmm. that way you're you know basically again kind of like reprogramming your reprogramming your brain around it yeah so yeah. I had a client that I I would re- I recommended that and she mm-hmm. laughed at me. She was like, <laughs> oh, no. "Happy, positive, yeah, right." And it, oh, no. for her, yeah. it was very deeply rooted where there was no way it was going to be a positive thing. It was something she oh, would have gosh, to yeah. endure, and that's sometimes the way it feels. Right. So yeah. if it doesn't sound happy to you, if it doesn't yeah. sound possible that it could be something that would help, then it might help you with. Um, like not reframing I guess but more revisualizing what's going on because a lot of times the fear is related to a certain scenario or visual Mm -hmm. that where you're kind of playing over in your head and if if it's not like gonna help you like you know think about all the possible ways it could also go in a positive way um if anything it also could just give you really great like tactile kind of tools to help you revisualize what it could be like so if if you're for example the fear of like losing control for some people the idea of being on their back or having too many people touch them that type of thing might be constantly on on their minds um or playing in their head so if you're watching videos that are people like upright where not a lot of people are touching you or maybe there's really hardly anyone like in your bubble and in your space that might feel slightly relieving because mm-hmm. you can get that visual rewritten maybe um for how it could potentially be um, yeah. so if you do have a specific scenario or something that you feel you can kind of pinpoint in your fear and you're wondering about birth videos don't hesitate to reach out because we yeah, have a sure. We have a whole lot, whether they're like (laughs) our own that our clients have given permission to share or there are really excellent options on like YouTube or Vimeo. Mm -hmm. But if there's a specific scenario that you're struggling with and obviously it's hard to like dive into the the whole world of like video options. You don't know what you're getting until you're watching it. Um, right. Yeah. So if it helps, um, we're happy to help like curate some options for you and send, yeah. send back something that would help with pinpointing what you're looking for without you having to like dig through all the videos to see what's going to possibly provide you comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause trying to find the right video that's going to bring you that comfort can be a little overwhelming. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely reach out to us if right. you want us to send you stuff like watching undisturbed video, um, birth videos, is really mm-hmm. very helpful yeah um so yeah 
Um, and then also meditation is really great. So when you are, those feelings are coming up, just, it doesn't have to be specific to birth. You can just get a calming, like fear releasing, um, meditation or just, you know, something to just calm your nervous system, whether it's just like a breath, breath work exercise or something like mm. that. Um, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, you know, five minutes, if you can get five minutes in, that's awesome. But that, mm. you know, meditation helps with so many different things, but it would, yeah. it would definitely help with this too. Yeah. Um, and then go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, <laughs> and like it kind of brings to mind hypnosis. Like for some oh, people yeah. they do, yeah, they respond really, one. really yeah. well to hypnosis. Um, and some people then use the hypnobirthing kind of yeah. curriculum in their pregnancy. Yep. Um, because for some people, if, if there are concerns about the medicalization of birth or mm-hmm. the complications that could arise, sometimes the, the terminology that we use can feel a little bit by default, like medical. So that's like a a simple layer that could potentially be removed Um, instead of saying contraction, saying surge or wave. Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes it feels like it just takes away some of the weight that that word might have. Um, So that's just something to to think about. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid to hire a doula ahead of time, too. You could going to mention that. <laughs> you could be. Having doula is super helpful. <laughs> yeah, you could be still trying to conceive. You could be not even at that point yet. And you're like, I just need to start lining things up. I yeah. think most of the clients that I've worked with who have tocophobia, I'm usually a prenatal, like pre-pregnancy conversation. And mm, um, mm-hmm. they've reached out prior and we've established something. And I think there's a lot of reassurance to feeling prepared about who's on your team and how things might go and you know what kinds of people are kind of more in your ear or in your bubble Uh, because usually if you have fears having people around you that are possibly contributing to that usually not going to help um it's hard to be yeah it's hard to be decisive about how to let certain things in and keep certain things out yes yeah definitely finding the right birth team for you is really Mm -hmm. critical um because yeah you want people around you that are gonna you know just in general pregnancy you know and birth people should find that anyway but Mm. especially with this sort of thing um really having the right birth team to like keep you in that safe place Mm -hmm. and just reassure you and you know just communicating to them what your needs are and them being able to meet those needs really important so don't be afraid to like get what you want (laughs) right and and yeah some providers um see people with certain fears but Mm -hmm. tocophobia or a very deep rooted fear that maybe is not diagnosed as tocophobia yet or ever but it's very hard for some providers to fully understand the complexity Mm -hmm. of it yeah and so you know certain things that they might do by default could potentially be a triggering scenario or uh, might contribute to some fear anxiety so whatever team you can get together that would make Mm -hmm. you feel really well supported to help because really once a provider is more educated in what helps you or what would maybe potentially trigger you they usually try to rise to the occasion so yeah um it's they just don't have the outline and and the understanding so obviously it's um, helpful to rely on your partner and your doula to help communicate those things mm-hmm. or to help you create your birth preferences list or help kind of with a blurb upon arrival like okay just so you're aware like you know we are here to give birth yep. this person has tocophobia we yes. these are the things that we're most worried about we here's how we really could use your help and yeah um, they will want to rise to the challenge the occasion um, yes and if for some reason, you know, there's some struggle, that's why you rely on the people in the room and the nurses can be really helpful too. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 But you're, great. you're definitely, um, yeah, 
you're definitely not alone. <laughs> no, not definitely not. And one thing I do also want to say about this too is that I think hyper focusing on the tacophobia and that you have this fear can also create more fear. So, you know, I think there's a place for acceptance around this too. Mm-hmm. It's just like okay, I have this fear and it's not really about like completely getting rid of it and it needs to go away. And it's this thing that like you have to get over. Right. Um, just, you know, having some acceptance around this is how I'm feeling, just mm-hmm. validating yourself, surrounding yourself with people that are going to validate you, but also support you, help you work through those moments is really mm-hmm. important. Um, yeah. When it comes to just fear and birth in general, you know, just trying to I really try to stress that to my clients. They have, you know, fear of the pain or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. It's like, okay, like, it's okay to be afraid. It's Mm -hmm. totally fine. It's totally normal. Like, we all have it on some level. Um, But, yeah, just trying not to focus so much on, like, I have to get rid of this, you know, phobia. This is terrible. I need to move past this. Because truly it's unrealistic to say, I need to to make this go away right now. It's it's so, it's probably very much a part of you and your process so far that Mm -hmm. it's very hard to just assume it there's got to be a way to like completely be rid of it. So yeah. we have to, yeah, yep. we have to find ways to work with it. Yes, um, exactly. It's almost yep. like that, um, wonderful, but annoying, like kid at a party where you're like, you love them. Yes. But all yeah. at the same time, they like, they're like bugging you yep. and, and you're like, I need you to go away. Like, I need you to stop. You're like, yeah. you're stressing me out. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to fear, sometimes you kind of have to be like, all right, come on. Yeah. Come on, Susie, come sit next yeah, to come me. Come sit next to me. Come yep. sit next to me. Let's give you something to do. Let's give me something to do. Just, just, just distract ourselves. Um, but yeah, there's kind of like those four steps that we've talked about for like freedom of fear. There's like just identify just to even say I have yeah. tocophobia or I have fears. Here's what they are. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. It's absolutely. huge. Yeah. So many times we want to just shove it down. Yeah. And it just suffer it, in silence. Suffer or, in silence. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Right. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Please let don't it out. That. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, accept your feelings. Yeah. Um, validate yourself. It's not bad to have these feelings, no, especially, not at all. Yeah. especially if it's rooted in something else that you've experienced or someone close to you has experienced or yep. whatever it might be. And then it's okay to, yeah, educate, prepare, like do all the things that can help you feel like logically you're ready or you've done what you can watching the videos or doing the tapping, whatever it might be. Um, and then just release what you can or accept it also, you know, like express it, release it, do something to put it on paper or mm-hmm. sit the kid next to you, give it a name, call yeah, the name something. Yeah, definitely giving it name. Yeah, that's a that's a really big one. I've yeah. heard of people doing that and it really helps right. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think I had a client once where we were processing her previous um, traumatic birth and she she was calling it the tornado. Oh, she's like a tornado. Yeah. And she would just that was like a way that we could identify it without having to say, remember that fear or remember that scenario where. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like you just it's a a word. You name it. And it's kind of separate from you. It isn't you, Mm -hmm. you know, like having giving it that name like separates it from you. So you can Mm kind of see it a little more clear. Yeah. And, you know, it's really an opportunity to like really get to know yourself and work through the things that you want to work through, become a better person, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be. It's a really good opportunity to like, you know, have more healthier practices around whatever, Mm -hmm. if that's meditation or going to see a therapist or journaling more, like it's kind of a gift in a way. I know that's hard to think of or say, but it's, it's that kind of a gift in that sense that you can really like work on yourself, discover yourself a little bit more, dig deeper, uncover maybe some things that you didn't know about yourself. Like it's really good opportunity for that. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it, it does help you to know what's in your control and what's 
what's unfortunately not right we do like control and it's hard to it's hard to like figure out like what do we kind of like surrender to and what is it like that we have to really advocate for because Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to go that way every time or something um yeah I've had clients who they're they're struggling with should I just schedule a cesarean and go be put under like I've had people who want that yeah they don't they don't want to you just don't would, have the experience that would be yeah. better to them that right. re- that's not the easier path but mm-hmm. it and the recovery is not easy um but it feels easier because right. of yeah. the potential trauma or triggers that are on your mind when anticipating the birth experience um yeah but i think most of the time they don't end up following through with that because yeah most of the things I've seen, I guess, is when they are thinking about that, they're thinking, well, what's the best possible, like, healthy, baby, healthy, mm-hmm. myself scenario? Um, and so, obviously, recovery can be more challenging with that. Um, but I think some people are wanting to also then do what their baby might need. Mm-hmm. And th- obviously, both births are completely valid. Yeah, of course. Um, but some people really feel like they want to give that vaginal birth experience to their baby Um, right yeah but there's also no shame I've seen people who've really worked their heart out and they had everything lined up and there was a a pause to the labor and um and they had to switch plans or do something different and Mm -hmm. there is a weird um like frustration with that (laughs) that's understandable yeah absolutely (laughs) Um, yeah but so we can't obviously plan birth like we've talked about before but right anything you can do to make your birth preferences list to try to understand birth better. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that kind of can give you some freedom because it's not this like weird thing in the closet, like a monster that's like hiding in the dark and you just don't want to look at it. You're giving yourself the opportunity to really come face to face Mm -hmm. with different Mm -hmm. scenarios and be like, okay, if I see this, this is what I want to do or whatever it might be. And that there is power that's in your hands with that because you're, you're trying to, yeah, your knowledge is power really. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, this was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Was there anything else you wanted to add or you think we're, I think think, we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Please don't hesitate to reach out. This is a very challenging topic. And if you're like, I really need to talk through X, Y, and Z, or can you explain this method more or anything? Just let us know because it's not easy to look into this or to try to find ways to overcome it or have it sit with you in a way Mm -hmm. that it's not impacting you the same way. Yeah. So we're here if you need anything. Yeah, definitely. We are for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think this concludes our episode. So thank you so much for listening. And again, yeah, like Allison said, reach out if you have questions or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. thank you so much and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's it for this topic. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the show notes for any resources or links that we mentioned today. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on your preferred podcast platform. And also be sure to give us a review. It really helps us grow and reach more people who could benefit from this info. Also check us out on YouTube and visit our blog where we have this podcast transcribed for you. We'd love to connect over social media too. And we're just an email away if you have any questions or if you want to request a topic to be covered. We hope this helps your mind, body, and soul in having the supported and holistic journey you are so deserving of. Embrace the power within you.